Hello and welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms podcast. My name is Colleen and I am joined today by with my lovely co-host Tina. And today we are talking all about budget travel tips that we want to share with you to help you save money while you are traveling this year with your family. But before we get started, we do always like to say a little something about the sponsors of our show, Mystical Dream Travel. Mystical Dream Travel is a full service travel agency specializing in premium family vacations, such as Disney destinations, cruises, Mexico, the Caribbean, Hawaii. The agents at Mystical Dream Travel will help you from start to finish to plan the perfect vacation for your family. So if you are ready to start planning your 2022 family vacation, be sure to reach out to the amazing agents at Mystical Dream Travel. You can find them at mysticaldreamtravel.com or look them up on social media. Welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms podcast, where your hosts, Tina and Colleen, talk about all things travel. From theme parks to cruises to all-inclusive resorts and more, they cover news, tricks, and insider tips to inspire your travel dreams. They love to travel and want you to love it too. Find out their best-kept secrets and learn how to make your next vacation extra magical right here on the Magical Traveling Moms podcast. So, Tina, are you excited to talk about some budget travel tips today? I am super excited. I could probably use quite a few of these. (laughs) I know. I know. My husband would be happy. I mean, everyone is, you know, budget, budget conscious and Mm -hmm. which, you know, is of course a good, no matter what type of trip you're going on, even if it's a bucket list, you want to get the best bang for your buck. So, and we actually got this idea from one of our listeners and they, they requested that we do something about budget travel. So here you go. You ask and we will listen. So I came up with 10. I mean, I could have kept going because there are a lot of really great budget travel tips. So I could see this being something we do again in another podcast, maybe dive a little deeper into, you know, specific stuff. But these are just sort of 10, you know, overview budget tips, I think. So let's just jump right in. So the first uh, tip is to consider what time of the year that you travel. And I think that, I think some people do do this already, but it's more about when is their kids on school vacation or when do they have school vacation? And obviously each destination has its peak time, mm-hmm. but that's also gonna be when it's most expensive to go when everybody else is going. So if you can think about when it's not peak time, when it's low season, you could save a lot of money. You can, and not just really on the destination itself, but also on the airfare. So when you're going typically during like spring break or over like a four, three day holiday weekend, your air, yeah, Christmas, yeah, your airfare is going to be through the roof. So it's hard. I know sometimes you can't not go during those times because you're purposely picking those because of the kids are not in school, but if you can actually avoid them, sometimes even going a day before and staying a day after will can adjust your air and make it lower. So I'm yeah. just wondering that now. So for a trip in February. Um, with the airfare also, like if you do have to travel during a holiday, sometimes if you fly on the holiday, 
like if you wanted to fly on Christmas Day or on Fourth of July, right? Like, because that's not like usually people are going to fly before or after, right? Not actually on the holiday. So, like, if you have to go during a holiday, that might be a way to save on your airfare. But you know, every destination is going to have its low season. Now, of course, I do suggest you think about what you're giving up by going during the low season or, you know, why, you know, cause if you think about cruises, you know, cruises are less expensive in the fall, but that's because it's hurricane season. Yes. Yes. So, you know, there's a trade off there about, you know, what, why is it the low season and just making sure if you're going to Hawaii and you really want to see the whales, well, you, you know, you're only going to be able to see them during certain months of the year. So you maybe don't want to go during the low season because that's not when you're going to see the whales. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So just, you know, try to find that compromise of you're still going to get the experience you want, but maybe go when other people aren't. Right. And it's the same thing with Walt Disney World. You know, usually they're kind of lower season. I will say like, January, February. Right. But keep in mind the parks close earlier oftentimes and the pools close early. So well and it's chilly, so you might not wanna go in the pool. Well, it's chilly for you, but not chilly for those in the north. Like most still get in the heated pool. Pools are heated, that's true. Well, and also with Walt Disney World, during this time of year, the January, February is when they'll do refurbishments on the ride. Yes. So like some like Splash Mountain is always pretty much not available during like January, you know, at some point, because that's when they do the refurbishment. So you have to know that, you know, like try, you know, look into that stuff before you decide and make sure you're not going to not get to do something you really wanted to do. So my second tip is Mm -hmm. to shop for flights ahead of time. Mm-hmm. But you also don't want to buy them too far in advance. So I feel like I feel like buying airfare is like a very complicated dance. <laughs> it is. I always tell people whatever price point you're comfortable with, that's when you purchase it and don't go back and look again. <laughs> yeah, like don't keep checking because once you buy it, that's it. I mean, yeah, you know, you're done. Yeah. You're not going to get a better price, but mm-hmm. but it's tricky. You know, it's that airfare is definitely tricky and I wanted to mention I've talked about it, we talked about it before, the Hopper app because yes. I find that to be very helpful. It'll watch an airfare for you. So you go on and you say I want to go from here to here on these days. And then it just keeps sending you alerts like, oh, hey, your airfare is this much now, you know, and you can look and it'll tell you whether or not it's it thinks it's a good price or if you should keep waiting. But I I find with international, like 60 days, like right around that 60 days out. So airfare is tricky because it's like you've got to find that sweet spot. So if you start looking early and then you keep monitoring it as you get closer, mm-hmm. then you're probably going to get a better yeah and if you're willing to wait i know those that don't travel too often they get nervous about it and so they don't always want to you know wait it is like those who travel quite a bit like i just got a notification for the hopper i'm waiting on something for february and the one part of the ticket really came down a decent amount when i was originally looking at it even just two weeks ago it was probably like almost $600 a person to fly. And now it's down to about 187. 
wow, that's a yeah. huge difference. That is a huge difference. Wow. So why? Really I mean, airfares, yeah. people, it's funny because I would say that's probably one of the, the most frequent questions that I get is like, when should I buy my airfare? Mm -hmm. Do you think this airfare will come down? And it's like, I wish I knew. <laughs> yes. If anybody could figure out how airfare is priced they would make a million dollars because it's just, it's just, there's so many different things that go into it. Now, one bonus tip that I wanted to mention about mm -hmm. airfare is if you fly on spirit, which spirit yes. is a discounted, you know, kind of bargain airfare anyway, but not everybody knows if you go to the airport and you buy your ticket at the desk at the airport instead of online, you can save up to like 50% off of what the online price showed you. Like I've gotten a round trip flight to Orlando from here for like $42. I know it's definitely worth it if you have an airport, you know, within driving distance to go right. to the counter and make the purchase. However, keep in mind with Spirit, if you're part of their used to be called their nine dollar fare club but i think they right. changed it recently yeah that actually if you're part of that and that's online that mm -hmm. actually is the best deal versus going oh is it oh yeah. see i didn't know that okay because i'm yeah. not part of their like because i don't fly spirit that often i've just done it a couple times but that yeah. is a very good tip too and i would say especially with airlines being part of their rewards program or whatever club, you know, like, it, you know, try to do the one that's like free to join or something, you know, mm -hmm. it can help, you know, cause they'll send you emails and you know, it just, it, it, you can build up points that maybe you could use for a flight later on, or they have incentives. So it, it can be worth it because airlines yeah. are pricey. Yeah, absolutely. And the one thing I do want to say about airfare, we talked about, touched on this briefly, is a lot of times they won't, you know, once you purchase, they won't give you your money back. But I will tell you that Southwest is really good if you go in and they come out with a better price and you modify your reservation really? to go to the cheaper price, you don't get money back, but you get it back in air credit. Like a credit that you could use for another flight. Oh, yeah. but, that's, but that's something. I mean, Absolutely. that's good. Yeah, so that's a nice little tip, you know, so then you have maybe some air and, and Southwest points don't expire. Oh, well, that is very nice. Yes. That's Absolutely. really nice. Yeah, airfare is- It's tricky, yes. It can be. So my next tip actually still kind of has to do with airfare. Mm -hmm. And it's if you book a package, so this applies a lot with, especially like all-inclusive resorts in the mm -hmm. Caribbean. If you can book your package where you get your resort stay and your airfare together, a lot of times there's some type of discount there. There's some deal where if you just book your room and then you book the flight separate, or if you book the flight later, you'll probably end up paying more total for both things. Yep. And depending on what package or what supplier you're booking with, a lot of times you can get a charter flight, yes. which is a direct flight to the destination. And that makes it very nice. And the airfare is definitely a lot cheaper. Usually we're talking like three to $400 cheaper when you can do those, go to those destinations yeah. that offer those charter flights. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can remember once pricing out a package for someone flying out of Atlanta to Punta mm -hmm. Cana and it was cheaper for them to book 
the to book the the vacation with the mm -hmm. package with the airfare than for them to book just the airfare all on its own. It was crazy, like how much less it was. And so it was like, it didn't make sense to book that airfare separate. No, it's a big savings. And so, and speaking of like packages in general, and I don't know if you have this on your tip list, but I would definitely recommend going at a time when someone is offering, when the destination or the travel um, mm -hmm. destination is offering a good deal. So a lot of right. times they come out with offers. There are certain times a year that the offers are available and that could save you some cases like thousands of dollars on your vacation. So you want to think about that when you're looking at packages as a whole that certain times of year and Colleen touched on this, that when you're in a, like their off season, that's when you're really going to see the offers because that's right. when they're trying, they're, they don't have many people traveling there. Exactly. Right. So they're trying to encourage people to travel. Yeah, they want people to come. So they're going to give you like a deal, a deal. Yes. Like kids go free or something like that. You know, that's right. That's exactly. nice. Kids, kids go free. Yeah. It? That's usually a big one at all inclusives and, you know, and, the other one too is like Disney offers room only discounts. So right. where you could save money off your room, depending on the resort category that you're in. Yeah. 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 No, it's definitely worth making sure, you know, like when those deals are. So another thing that I recommend you book early and especially lately is rental cars. Mm -hmm. So I feel like rental cars, sometimes like people don't think about rental, your rental car, like, you know, and when you're thinking about everything else you're doing, you're not like thinking, oh, I got to book that rental car. But I'm telling you right now, if you want to rent a car any at anywhere for any time for any reason, like you better be booking it way far in advance because it is crazy how much rental cars cost right now. Yeah. And they're slim pickings on yeah, top of that. Right. Well, you might not be able to get one if you wait too long. There might not be a rental car available for you. Right. Exactly. So if you're going to add a rental car to your package do it at the time of booking right away i mean yeah. I, I always say to people you know and depending on what the supplier and the vendors cancellation policies are but it's usually a lot easier to take something away later <laughs> like take it off and add it and add it on <laughs> if you yeah because if you wait like two months down the road till like two weeks before your vacation the price may even be triple the amount that it oh was original right. a couple of months ago yeah. Yeah, rent, I don't think, I, that kind of, I think, took people by surprise that yeah. the rental car industry just, I, I mean, they're just really crazy right now with having no inventory and everything. Of course, it's supply and demand. That's why the price is so expensive. But, you know, I don't think people got used to, oh, it's no big deal to get a cheap rental car anytime, anywhere at the airport, blah, blah, blah. But now it's like, no, you can't. Like, it's not right. Like exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's gone. Long gone are the days when you could walk right up to the counter. Yeah. And say, right. And not have it already like reserved. Oh my gosh. No, like there's no, that's not going to happen right now. Yes. Oh yes. my gosh. That's when you end up having to rent like a U-Haul to drive somewhere because you can't get the car. Absolutely. Another vacation destination or, you know, type of vacation you want to book early is my next tip is a cruise. Yeah. Like cruises are typically always going to be the cheapest, like when they're the very first out like to book. So, and some cruise lines, I mean, you can book like two, three years out on some of these cruises. 
Yeah, over the last couple of years, pre-pandemic, cruise lines have are like really been in demand and they've been growing very fastly as a really popular vacation with clients and families and because it's just such a great option. You unpack once and you get to see multiple destinations. We've talked about that several times on here. But with cruise lines that and they're still very popular. They're starting to see a comeback. People are really starting to book. And we're starting to see availability go down, you know, especially for those wanting to do last minute. Mm-hmm. But with the cruise lines, the 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 sooner you book it, the better your price point is going to be. And really, the, like Colleen said, the best time to really book it for the best deal is mm-hmm. when the itineraries are released yeah. you know, for whatever months or years that they're releasing mm-hmm. at that time. That's going to be your best deal is within that first two weeks booking. So like, you know, a lot of people want to go on the Disney cruise and the thing with Disney Cruise Line, it sells out pretty much at 90% capacity every time. Oh, so yeah. there's no need for them to lower the pricing at all like we talked about supply and demand so your best point so if you're thinking like you know fall of 2023 you're going to want to get on your mystical dream travel agents wait list for when that comes out in the later this year Mm -hmm. um because that first two weeks is really going to be your best yeah and it does when the price will go up like with even absolutely first two weeks and then the price starts going up and it just keeps going up as it gets closer because like you said like disney like the pricing is going to be based on the availability so as the ship books up the price of the room is going to go up and disney is like doesn't really doesn't go down and ever we wish it did but it doesn't they don't need to make it go down in price but i would also say like bucket list cruises like alaska cruises Mm -hmm. and hawaii cruises those things book up really fast yes like we have the mystical dream travel group cruise to hawaii which isn't until summer 2023 but i'm telling you that their availability is already going way down for that ship because those kinds of cruises people want uh, in they book it really far out so you just yeah, so they can plan for it and save yeah. for it and that's another thing going traveling with groups can Mm -hmm. also get you a really great discount get you additional amenities that maybe you normally wouldn't get just by booking you know individually so it's definitely something to think about with with the group travel and while the cruise lines do have some really good deals and disney does too from time to time but you have to keep in mind that there are restrictions, especially with Disney, when on those deals, because they're like a guaranteed booking. And more right. often than not, those are not refundable. So while it is a really, really good deal, you may need to make sure you're reading the fine print. On right. That. Yeah, exactly. Understand the cancellation policy, like what your options are if you decide to, you can't go on that cruise for some reason. Absolutely. And that's a really great tip. And I see, again, like I could have come up with 20 tips, I guess, but the group traveling with a group is another great tip. Yeah. Because if you are looking to, I mean, you could organize a group, like you could say, I want to go to Cancun and do an all-inclusive stay 
well, you get enough friends and family to go with you, you can get your room for free, you know, for a cruise, you know, if you get enough people to go on your group, like you could basically get your vacation for free just by, you know, you know, telling everybody else to book with you. So that can be a really great way of getting travel. Yeah, and, and not to mention additional amenities, you know, right, there's yeah, a lot of amenities mm-hmm. that, and perks that you can get, like private transfers to and from yeah. the resort, and, you know, there's all kind of things that yeah. you can get that you would normally have to pay out of pocket that you wouldn't. So group travel is a great way to go and help with a, a decent budget, so. Yeah, and you don't necessarily have to have, like, 20 rooms booked, you know, to to qualify as a group, a lot of places, it's just like five or 10 rooms um, that you need. So it's not like you have to have be having a wedding or something in order to qualify. Anybody could just get together like a group and say, Oh, yeah, we're all gonna go like I I book a lot of birthday groups. It's just a bunch of friends that are going to celebrate somebody's birthday, but we set up as a group. And even friend groups, you know, friends that like to travel together, families that like to travel together. It's just, it is really a great deal. And, you know, like Colleen touched on earlier, travel bucket lists are really popular as far as groups go. It's just a really great option to help you save some money and, and just get some additional benefits and perks with your, with your trips that you normally wouldn't get. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so the next tip I have is probably more like most applicable to something like a Walt Disney World vacation or Universal vacation, but it's to get grocery delivery to your hotel for snacks and maybe breakfast items. Mm -hmm. I would, you know, try to stick to non-perishable things because most standard hotel rooms are going to have a mini fridge, but it's pretty mini. (laughs) It's a very small. Yeah, it's not like you're gonna have a freezer or and I do think there's a little bit of a misconception sometimes that standard hotel rooms come with microwaves they don't usually Mm -hmm. you would have to have like a suite or a villa in order to get a microwave so I've had several people like be surprised like oh I figured my room would come with a microwave and it's like no a standard hotel room is really just gonna have a mini fridge Mm -hmm. and coffee pot and that's it but nowadays you know with shipped and uber eats and grubhub and like all these companies have popped up there are so many options to have groceries delivered to your hotel and then you don't have to you know buy breakfast is my biggest tip for people is like don't you know get yourself some granola bars or something that's easy to make in your hotel room that you can just quickly grab, you know, like on your way out to the parks. And then you don't have to buy something in the parks and spend, you know, start your day spending 30 bucks on breakfast. Right, exactly. We often pack snacks in our suitcases. So we'll pack like granola bars and, you know, just real quick little things like that for um, breakfast in the morning when we're at Walt Disney World. So I have another tip since we're talking about food. So this is a kind of like a staying at a, like a higher end hotel, but staying at a club level resort can save you some money. A lot of people, it, it may be a little pricey on the, you know, upfront, you know, for your package, but staying club level, especially at like Walt Disney World or Universal, you get that added perk of having like your breakfast, like a continental style breakfast included. And then there's snacks throughout the day and small plates for dinner you know and drinks they have beer and wine 
Yes. Too. I think that's amazing. You know, I've mm-hmm. stayed club level before and it's, it's a nice perk. I'm not going to lie. Yes. Yeah. And then you're not spending as much, you know, you're going to mm-hmm. u- utilize that. You know, you definitely have to maximize that in order for you to get your money's worth of it. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it is a nice way to, you know, do something luxurious, but also mm-hmm. at the same time, save yourself some money by taking advantage of that club. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And, and I have a lot of clients that drive to Disney because we're, you know, about eight hours. And I will usually anybody I know that drives, I suggest, you know, if you're driving, bring food with you or stop at the grocery store on your way into the resort and just buy, you know, some chips and granola bars and pretzels, whatever. And yeah, you can bring food into the parks at Walt Disney World. And I don't know as though everybody realizes that you are allowed to bring in food and beverages. You just can't bring in glass bottles and you can't bring in alcohol. Yep. A lot of people don't realize that you can do that. That's a question we get asked quite often. So because other theme parks, you're not, you know, like we have Mm -hmm. our local theme park carowinds, like you are not allowed to bring anything in except maybe like an empty water bottle. Like that's it. Oh, wow. Yeah. You are not allowed to bring in food or drinks or anything like that. We have a local called Kennywood and we're actually allowed, they have picnic tables and you can bring oh, in nice. a cooler. Yes. And you can have picnics. And I remember. Carolyn's just wants you to buy their very overpriced food. <laughs> yes. Every time I eat it, I'm like, I will never complain about the price of Disney food ever again. Yes. Well, you know what? Even though you can bring food into Kennywood, we're famous for our potato patch fries. And Ooh. so. I know, Colleen, we got to get you to Pittsburgh to eat all the Pittsburgh. Clearly, there's all these things in Pittsburgh. That's a whole other, a whole other topic we have to talk about someday. (laughs) But Um, yeah, so yeah, it's, I mean, people still buy those, but anyway, we're getting off topic. (laughs) Saving on food is a good, you know, like anywhere you can save on food because that's a pretty big expense that isn't always, I mean, unless you're going to an all-inclusive or maybe a cruise, but like, Mm -hmm. you don't, you're not. You, you haven't spent that money yet by when you get there, you still have to buy food. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. That's what I think sometimes what makes a cruise in an all inclusive, a great value and yeah. a great money saving tip mm-hmm. because all your foods included. It's included. Right. Like there is stuff you could buy that's extra, mm-hmm. but you don't have to. Right. Exactly. So you no, know, you know, you've already paid for everything you actually need when mm-hmm. anything's just extra that you do. Yeah. So my next tip is to make sure that you mention if you're celebrating something special, like a birthday or an anniversary or a honeymoon. And this is like definitely for all inclusives in particular, because a lot of times they will have special things that they do for anybody Mm -hmm. celebrating a special thing. And they'll give you like a discount at the spa or a discount off of a romantic dinner or a bottle of champagne or breakfast in bed one day. Like there's these really nice little perks that you can get. And even at Disney, I mean, I I don't know. I just think like extra magical things happen for you if you happen to be wearing like a birthday button or an I'm a honeymoon button or I'm celebrating something button, you know, you definitely do get recognized at a lot of places for that stuff. No, I agree. I think it's a great tip to make sure you let them know that you are celebrating something special to be able to take advantage 
of those great additional perks of yeah, that they do. want you to feel special too. Yeah, know? absolutely, absolutely. Always, who doesn't want to feel special on their yeah. special day? Yeah, I mean, anywhere there's ever a bo a box to put, like, what are you celebrating? What's going on? I mean, even at a restaurant, you say you're it's your birthday. Like, sometimes you never know. You get a free dessert or something. You just you don't know, so you might as well just just tell everyone. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> don't be shy about saying what it is you're doing. Yes, yes. So the next tip we have is is to book an entry level category at a resort like as this is more of an all-inclusive tip for me because obviously there's a million different kinds of rooms and some of them are beautiful and gorgeous and i love an ocean view or a giant suite with a you know big sunken tub in it or something but if you're looking to save money and budget is you know something you're really conscious of go to a luxurious resort but book the entry level category because the vast majority of everything is going to be the same for you yes. as the, the person who booked the most expensive room at the resort. You're still going to get almost all of the same exact things in terms of food and drinks and amenities. And, you know, there is maybe a little bit that's uh, special or extra for the people who book the higher categories, but you're still going to have an amazing time even if you stay in the entry level and it can be significantly less expensive. Yeah, it, it can really be a big savings. If you're not someone who is real married to like the perfect view, you but, know, that's really what it, a lot, oftentimes it comes down to is the location of your yes. room. If you're okay with looking at a parking lot or a garden view room and not having that ocean front view, it definitely can save you some money big time. Yeah. I mean, I would rather stay at a really high-end resort, but stay in the entry-level room than go to a lower quality resort where I could afford an ocean view. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I know exactly. Really matter to me. I mean, of course, it's, it is all personal preference, but the stuff that would matter to me more than the view from my room or how big my room is would be how good is the food and what's the pool like and what's the beach like and what activities are included what's the entertainment you know that kind of stuff is what matters and it doesn't matter what room category you book for the most part that, all that is going to be the same for you yeah absolutely and in looking at all inclusives you really want to look at things that some some brands some all inclusive brands include more in your stay versus others that do not. So you want to keep that in mind. Um, I think we probably need to do like budget tips on like each category, cause like each destination. I agree, that would really be a good thing. thing. Yeah, we could uh, really just, mm -hmm. you know, go deep into cruises or all-inclusive or Disney. Yes. The budget tips for Disney. Okay, so my next budget tip, and this is, I do this with my kids, in particular is to make sure you come up with a souvenir budget ahead of time and to help you stick to it you can do like a preloaded gift card now like when we go to disney i like to do this with my kids where i get disney gift cards and i buy them at target with my red card you get five percent off if you buy disney gift cards at target and i'm like here's your disney gift card with your 50 dollars on it to buy what you want and then that's it like you don't get anything more but even for yourself to say okay i don't want to spend more than 200 total on gifts and here's my either cash or here's my 
preloaded gift card and once it's gone it's gone and then i know i'm not because sometimes you start whipping out the credit card or mm. using the magic band and then you know you get to the end of your trip and you're like oh oh wow look at that Yes. Well, I never at Disney put my magic band, like connect to my credit card. To my oh, no. oh, you're good. Oh, I, wow. because, because I don't trust myself. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you have, I should probably not do it too. <laughs> yes. 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 So I don't do that, but I agree with you. We, our daughter, when she was little, you know, cause kids have, they, you know, at Disney, they have the marketing down pat. You come off every attraction and the kids are so excited and you walk into a store. I have to have it. Yes, I have to. So we learned after the second trip to Disney with our daughter when she was little that we started giving her one gift card a day and said, you know, when this is done, it's done. You know, so, you know, she, if you want to spend it on extra snacks because she, right. you know, or you want to buy that 20, 20th stuffed animal that you really don't need, you know, cause you have 50 of them sitting on your head. <laughs> right. That, you know, that's all you're getting. So we, I think that is an excellent tip because yeah, it helps it does a couple of things for yeah. them, helps them really think about what they want and it starts yeah. teaching them money management. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It helps them like learn to like think about, well, what do I really, because once this is gone, it's gone. And and they might end up wasting the money a couple of times before they start to get it. Yes. Yes, exactly. But exactly. still, you know, at least you've set a limit of like, okay, that this, and you've created that boundary of this is it. And once it's gone, it's gone. So once it's gone, they can't be like, I mean, they will probably still try to get you, but you can be like, no, I told you. Yeah, exactly. Um, I had a client tell me a really funny story after she went to Disney World with her kids and her daughter, her like four-year-old daughter loves the bubble wands. Oh, so yeah. They like the first day they went to the parks, had to have a bubble wand, got the bubble wand. But then the next day they forgot the bubble wand in their hotel. Oh, so no. She wanted another. She wanted, oh, where's my bubble wand? My bubble wand. Oh, just buy her another bubble wand. They forgot that bubble wand every single day. By the end of the trip, they had like four bubble wands. Oh, no. And she said, I, it wasn't until like the last day that they realized how expensive the bubble wands were. Because oh, they were looking at the price, right? Like they were just buying it and like doing Nothing. like the magic band. Yes, right? that's like, why I don't do the magic blah, band. Blah, blah, blah. And they're like 25 bucks a pop or something, you know? And she was like, Oh, we have like $100 worth of bubble wands. <laughs> next time you get a Disney, I'd be taking them with me and I'm not buying any. Like, make sure you save your bubble. Yes, yes. Oh, Take my goodness. She was like, I had no idea. But that's, I mean, it can sneak up on you because you're maybe not paying that close attention and you're just buying stuff. Yes. You can go over budget really quickly. <laughs> oh. oh, yes. I always think of that Seinfeld episode when George's parents were moving and gonna move to florida and he was like you could drop a grand in disney like that <laughs> it's, true. It's, it's very true. true i mean you drop a grand to disney before you even walk through the gate so yeah exactly 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 um okay so so we're actually to the last and final budget tip we have for today and like we said i think we'll definitely be doing more of these but and this is really kind of like my number one tip for budget travel, and that is to use a travel agent because a travel agent can help you 
know when the deals are, when the least expensive time to go is and find you the best deal and definitely make sure it's a travel agent that does rate watching, which yes. mystical dream travel agents do because, you know, certain, some things, once you book it, that's it. You can't like change the price, but there's quite a few things where like, if a better price comes out, you could get the better price. Like Disney is one and you want it, someone who's like paying attention to that so that they can be like, oh, hey, there's, you know, I know with me, when Disney comes out with a deal, I don't even ask my clients. I just jump on and like get them the deal. And then I'm like, hey, I just saved you $500. Yes. yes. <laughs> Exactly. Um, but they can help you make sure that you're getting the best thing for your buck, no matter what you're looking, whatever budget you have or what your priorities are there, they'll help you find that right thing. That is going to be the perfect thing for your budget. So you can't go wrong, especially, I mean, it doesn't cost you anything at all. So it's a win-win. Yes. Yes. That is probably my number one as well is, is using a travel agent. The agents at Mystical Dream Travel are highly trained. They know the destinations well. They know they have great relationships with their travel partners. So they really know when these offers are coming available. And like Colleen said, more often than not, the offer comes out and before you even wake up in the morning, if you're getting an email from your travel agent at Mystical Dream Travel saying, hey, I saved you X amount of dollars on your vacation. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to have to worry about paying attention to that. And even like you mentioned earlier with the wait lists, you know, you know, you don't necessarily know when Disney Cruise Line is going to announce their next, you know, six months worth of itineraries to be able to book. So you want someone who's paying it, you know, going to know who's in the know who can have you on their list so that, you know, the day it opens you are on there and you know they're getting you the best deal Absolutely. right out the gate so definitely worth it you cannot lose i promise <laughs> yes i agree so so yeah we will definitely be doing more budget travel tips and if there is a specific destination or type of travel that you want us to focus on and like you want to know more about budget tips or any other information definitely drop us a, a comment on facebook or youtube or instagram or message us and let us know what it is that you want to know more about and we will definitely fit it into our schedule going forward and also be sure to check us out on youtube like us rate us leave us a review on your favorite podcast app that really really helps us reach more people and we really appreciate your support of our podcast and until next time we hope all of your travels are magical